What's going on, Kingdom? Welcome to the Red Fridays podcast brought to you by the Anchor app and Spotify. Join me, the Almighty Ra, aka Raw Power, and my co-host, Hong Forrest, as we discuss the latest news and topics involving your Kansas City Chiefs. Episodes are recorded live every Wednesday night on the Green Room app and uploaded every Friday morning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to join the conversation? Create a great Green Room account and be sure to follow us on social media for live updates on when we're going live. And as always, please subscribe and leave us a review. Go Chiefs, baby! Oh, I like the little Siri bot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, everybody. (laughs) How's everyone doing tonight? Welcome to Red Fridays. We're recording on a Thursday night. Uh, Super Bowl Eve, even though, of course, we aren't going to. No, unfortunately, these Chiefs. What kind of stinks? How are y'all feeling about that? I'm over it. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I it's 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 one of those things where it's like I I feel like the Bengals fans, and maybe even the Rams fans just need to take advantage of it right now, because they're not guaranteed to return. But like, I just feel with the Chiefs team we have right now, we're almost guaranteed to return. So I feel a little more comfortable. I I was talking to like a, the company I work at has like an office in New England. I was talking to them. I was like, is this what you guys felt like with Tom Brady? You're just like, oh, we missed a Super Bowl. No big deal. We'll be back next year. I was like, because that's how I was kind of feeling this entire week. I'm just like, well, we'll be okay. We'll go back. We're fine. Short of a catastrophic injury to someone like Mahomes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put that in there. But, no, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm less it's, it's, Yeah. It's, it's not like when we had Alex Smith as our quarterback or whatever, where it's like if we had managed to scrape our way into the Super Bowl, we, we it was, you know, a one and done situation. You know, that that kind of era that 20 years prior to us, you know, really winning games in the playoffs and whatnot, whereas like if we even made it to the playoffs, it's like, OK, this is our only chance for the next five years. We right. have to make it count. Now it's just like, I mean, yeah, I want to be in the Super Bowl. I'm not saying I'm OK with us not being in the Super Bowl, but. I'll be back next year. I'm okay. I believe that too. It just, the thing is like with going back, let's say, you know, next year happens, it'll always be like in our memory right there. in that prefrontal cortex saying could have been one more, could have been one more. <laughs> Cause we get, we're getting greedy like that. Right. Having the talent that we, that we have um, on our team. So yes, I know that's greedy, but yeah, that thought's there. It's not greedy. I mean, it's like what you see. It's like what we have on paper. Like this is a really good team. And it's a shame because I really, and I, I tweeted this out on our, our page. I really think like, honestly, this should have been the fourth one in a row that we're going to, if you think about it, like right. I'm not saying we would win four straight, but you know, if it wasn't for like the D four thing, who knows how that game would have ended. I mean, that you know, that game would have ended differently. I, you know, we truly believe that. And then of course what happened, uh, with the Bengals game with the, I mean, you know, they still had a whole nother half of football, but that extra point really did change the momentum mm-hmm. for that, that failed attempt, I guess, as a, to pass the Tyreek instead of going for the extra point, change the momentum of the game. It's like, sure. it just, it just seems like when you can, and I know there's more, it's a whole game. There's more to it, but it, when you can collectively in your mind, pick like 
certain instances like if that thing that specific instance didn't happen you feel like the whole thing would have been different you know what i'm saying i feel like that for both of those games not that way for the uh the super bowl we made last year we lost i mean there's not much Uh, two completely different games right like that this afc championship we should have won and it was an utter failure like throughout the second half in order to make us collapse and get out there. And now we're really hurting from it. It felt like last year's Super Bowl, we deserved to lose that one. Yeah, we sure did. And yeah, so it's like two different feelings, like you're saying for sure. And so it's nice for us to be um, in a place where we know what we can fix in order to get it fixed. Um, and we can, you know, easily see ourselves coming back next year. Uh, unlike with last year where it's like, okay, we have a complete retooling to do of our offensive line and Veach pulled it off that year. Now we need to retool our defense. Hopefully Veach can pull it off again this year, but it, it definitely does leave a more sour taste in your mouth when you know it's like we, we had control of that game and we lost it versus just being outclassed from the get-go. Yeah. Like it was last year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There was definitely a lot more missing last year. Um, this year just, ugh. We could have had it. It was in our hands, but that's okay. We know what we need to do. It's going to be interesting uh, what they will do here in with the list of free agents that we have, whose time will be up, of course, and what they do. We got to see them do quite a bit in just one off season for the offensive line, but I think that it's a little bit more challenging to put the pieces together on the de- defensive side. And yeah, you know, I. I we were talking about salary caps. What was it last week? And, you know, the issues there, um, remembering, I can't, I can't even remember who called it out, but stating that, uh, you know, no play, no team has ever won the Super Bowl when a player takes up what 12 plus percent yeah. of the salary cap. And like, currently we have two defenders who are at that level who frankly aren't pulling the weight that they should for costing so much cap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Chris Jones is great. Love him. I would love to see him stay. Yes. And then Frank Clark was the other one, if I'm recalling correctly. Yes. And he's just, I mean, he's not pulling his weight. So if we could find out a way to like get rid of him for how much he costs, he's not pulling his weight. So we get rid of him and that opens up a lot of room to bring in um, either other free agents or even possibly more draft picks to risk on prospects. I could see us wanting to even part with Chris Jones to again, free agents or prospects what I've always felt uh, when it comes to football is that like on the offense, you need a good quarterback, no matter what, right? Like you're not going to win the big game without a good quarterback, regardless right. of their salary cap. So true. But on defense, you don't need that. You don't need that one singular star player to sink all your money into, to get you to those wins. You would rather instead have um, a spread of wealth and then depth so that you can keep fresh legs in there. But when two of your players are taking up the vast majority of your cap on your defensive side, you're not going to get that. I'd rather have three players that are half the skill of Jones that were able to play rather than Jones out there alone, tired because he's playing 90 minutes. Right. Well, it makes me wonder, too, because when we talk about cap space and whatnot, like the L.A. Rams, how are they able to do it, you know, year after year? It feels like they're playing with Monopoly money, I feel like. (laughs) 
I mean, does anyone else feel that way? <laughs> they're just out there printing it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I said this last week. I don't know where they're getting this money from. Like, it, it is kind of like a video game. It's like they turned off the cap on Madden or whatever. <laughs> they're just saying, signing guys. And, <laughs> they're just doing whatever. Yeah, but I'm with, I'm with Billy as far as like, I, I, I think that the Bengals have a chance to come back, but I feel like L.A., you know, they're, they're kind of a – a little bit older team, I would say. Like, you know, I mean, Matt Stafford and all that guy's like, you know, this is probably their biggest chance right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you saw that um, in last year's offseason as they were making moves too, right? So I, I think you could see that they're like, ooh, they're, they're really in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they went wholesale on making sure they had Ramsey. Aaron Donald's contract's ridiculous. He deserves it, but it's it's still a huge number. And the Matt Stafford, as great as he is, he is towards the end of his career. And so you have to get the win now because you don't know what it's going to look like next year. Yeah, it's so true. So true. So they're kind of, you know, they kind of went all in in this last offseason to make this run. And here they are. So. So, yeah, I. I so that's why part of me too, you know, talking about who do that's been asked a lot this week. Um, the kids at school are like, who do you want to win Miss Forrest? And I'm all, mm, I don't know. I, I, I know. Um, I saw on the radio, people were saying Chiefs fans, you should be, it's okay to root for Joe Burrow. You guys should be rooting for Bengals. No, no. <laughs> well, it's, I, I some of the Bengals fans I've been seeing on Twitter make me not want to cheer for them. For sure. I'm, I'm still going for them for sure right now. Um, one, because they beat us twice and I'd like, I'd prefer the team that beat us twice also be the Super Bowl champions. Right. Um, then you can at least say that you lost to the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> we lost to the best, exactly. Um, I, but, you know, on the other hand, like, uh, I, I mean, Stan Kroenke is just a, not a good human being. And I know probably the vast majority of NFL owners aren't either, but you know, he's, I mean, he does dirty, dirty things, um, screwed over the city of St. Louis beyond belief. Oh. Um, you know, That's just, it, yeah. uh, and, and he's he just kind of, yeah, crazy like that. And then of course I, I, I'm a big soccer fan and the team I cheer for are the Tottenham Hotspurs, whose biggest rival is Arsenal who is owned by Cronky. So, I mean, I just have like reason on reason to cheer. <laughs> right. You know, I'd carrying this over. So, you know, I mean, it's hard to want to cheer for the Rams when people's only excuse for not cheering for the Bengals seems to be Joe Burrow has a big ego and Bengals fans are annoying on Twitter. I think uh, I think the Bengals fans being annoying on Twitter is a fair one. Like I don't deserve this, you crybabies. Like if anything, like if anything, um, between the two fan bases, and I'm not a huge fan base of this one either. But maybe I would have been more in favor of Buffalo, uh, you know, winning, right? Yeah. Um, because of the you know whole four falls of Buffalo and all that stuff. Like they they've been that's a franchise that's been through some pain. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's Talk a fair about one. it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Man, these Bengals fans, I ain't got no sympathy for y'all. If y'all lose, I'm going to be sitting there, ram up or whatever they say. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but um, also, you know, I'm a Lakers fan or whatever. I think it would be interesting if the Rams win 
and the Lakers and the Dodgers both have recently won championships there. I'm like, that's that's cool for that city. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's LA. I mean, Hollywood, it's California. They get a lot of stuff anyway. Yeah, but but it's also LA. Run for for a city, (laughs) like, you know, like a little title town situation for a couple of years. And that's how we had that. We had that, you know, with our World Series and Super Bowl. Well, and the MLS Cup too. Yeah. In the cup. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Oh, I said this. I, I think I, I don't think I talked to y'all about this, but maybe I'll talk to Han. Kids are so spoiled today. These young Kansas City fans, y'all don't right? know. They, they do not know the pain. No idea. That's no. the issue I'm having beyond belief with the Chiefs fan base right now. Is like everybody's acting like we've been, you know, like a wounded dog taken out back and shot and given no mercy, all these kind of things, treating the Chiefs like that's it, we're done. We've been wronged. There is no God. All, all the this yeah. just seems to be the attitude right now, Chiefs oh, fans. They're going through it. I, I'm just like, where were you guys the last 20 years? I mean, yeah, exactly. We're in the golden years right now. This is the best time to be a Chiefs fan, and I love it. I love that that uh what's his name James Franco meme like uh it's like yeah hey, I was thinking of that one <laughs> yeah, first yeah. time. <laughs> Where it's like old Chiefs fans are listening to them complain like first time. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, we've been here before many times. Give me my news. <laughs> right. It's crazy, man. It's, I don't, I didn't, I, I, I love the idea that like Mahomes and then Kelsey and Hill and the show, the, the offensive show were able to put on, brought in a lot of fans to the, you know, Chiefs kingdom, because I think Kansas City does get disrespected on the sports front quite heavily compared to, the weight we do poll um and it would often treat it like a small town and all that kind of stuff and it's like well no right we're, we're here we're here and so it's great to see people bring in fans but then you also start to identify who those fans are pretty quickly once you see just one bad game and those kind of people i just don't even want to be around yeah 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 it's been a similar, I mean, but you know, again, like it's the internet, like it is, yeah. mostly. like, yeah, it's kind of you know, Twitter is, is a is a toxic place, it can <laughs> be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, we be over there tweeting their crazy hot takes as well, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But you know, <laughs> what? yeah, they, you can you can go down a big old rabbit hole for sure on there, but uh, I think that. I mean, Chef Dubles over here, he says that he is uh, on that side of Twitter, or so he says, but I haven't really seen anything that would indicate that. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe I'm just following the wrong people. <laughs> I've seen yeah. it. Your I'm algorithm is a little bit different. It, especially <laughs> after the game, there was, there was a lot of negativity. And then you have, you know, guys like people like us and, uh, you know, some of the other uh, kind of long... I guess veteran cheese fan. I don't want to use that term, but yeah, I mean, you know, like long time cheese fan. Yeah. Like, there's the little I've seen like a little bit more level-headedness like you know what's his name um the guy that dresses like a wolf yeah uh Chiefsaholic yeah Chiefsaholic yeah Chiefsaholic yeah he had he had some good points like guys like yo we've been here before this is not this is not the end of the world this is not right this is fine you all weren't here for the Schottenheimer years like you'll be okay (laughs) it's it's something else um though okay so one thing i do want to talk about and i don't know if you all saw this but there was a, a little bit of a 
I don't I don't even think it was a rumor. I think it was just more of a uh, a pundit putting out a scenario of like, would you accept this trade or not? I know what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Hung, if you haven't seen this, uh, someone put out like, uh, would you trade Creed Humphreys for what was it, Higgins off of the Bengals? Why? Like if the yeah, Bengals like, front office Higgins. called you up, yeah to uh trade creed humphrey for higgins and people were voting yes for that oh my gosh no way do you know he's such a steal yeah people were voting yes i didn't see that no i I saw people reacting to it i didn't know that people were to just get higgins and and by far and away the vast majority of responses i saw to it were y'all stupid (laughs) like he would get rid of the best center of 2021 yeah. for a, a tier two tier three wide receiver we exactly. don't need we don't need talent that bad <laughs> yeah and then you get everyone saying oh how how greedy is Patrick Mahomes how much help does crap Patrick Mahomes need you know but because he needs to be constantly surrounded they feel like by all these superstar weapons but I mean they just did like the redraft of last year's uh draft like the, the mock of where they would be now and uh-huh. creed like jumped the charts i mean oh big um, big time big time and i know they're doing the nfl is doing the nfl honors tonight and i think they <laughs> they're rookies did you guys see that real quick i yeah. have been refreshing the page <laughs> i thought i heard your fingers clicking no yes. um but yeah so you know i and i'm surprised creed got some honorable mentions in there of course but he did not win any of the uh rookie honors tonight it looks like so far well, um, you know who did Chandler, yeah. uh, Micah Parsons, Chandler Parsons, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Um, yeah, he for was defensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then both offensive rookie and then rookie of the year were uh, Chase, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, but what else have we got? So, like, uh, best moment of the year was, of course, Justin Tucker's record breaking kick that that's deserved. Being able to kick a football for six, 66 yards is just... Yeah, no small I, feat. <laughs> he is other humanly. Um, what, uh, defensive player of the year? I legit forgot that was this year. Like, I'm not even... <laughs> <laughs> so, Man, all the news that ever comes out of the Ravens is always about um, Jackson. It's like, well, who cares when you got Justin Tucker? Just get the ball to your 40 at the very least, and then just let them kick a field goal and call it good. You know, that's, that's how you're going to win games. That'd be one. That'd be, <laughs> be a strategy. Um, TJ Watt wins defensive player of the year. Um, I'm good with that. Yeah. Deserved almost beat the sack record. Um, what uh rookie of the defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons, uh, my dog chewing on her squeaky toy in the background. You guys can hear that. Can't even hear it. You can't even hear it. Excellent. No. Uh, comeback player of the year, and honestly, the only choice, Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. I, I think. Um, assistant coach of the year, Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Dallas Co- that one, I don't know about as much. Um, I don't think the Cowboys' defense was that good. Right. I don't know about you guys. They had two good players. I don't know about the whole defense, though. It's like, you know, Trayvon Diggs was making his name known with all the interceptions he was getting this year. And then, of course, everybody was thinking, like, Chandler Parsons is, like, one of the biggest steals in the draft. So, um, I guess that's why. I mean, they, they were improved, right? They, like, the whole team, like, from where they were before in the NFC least, right? Mm-hmm. Remember right. that conference, like, a year ago. <laughs> and I have my theories about that. I Remember that game that the Cowboys and Giants played and that black cat ran across the field and then all that entire uh, division's been horrible ever since? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much my theory 
it's perfect that's yeah, funny they, uh, as a team they bounce back so I, I think the defense plays a factor in it yeah i just i don't and, and i guess maybe i don't know how they judge assistant coach of the year uh maybe dan quinn had a bigger impact on the defense compared to something like eric b enemy and our offense um, Which we'd have to talk about too after yeah we well, yeah <laughs> we do um, so I, you know, maybe, maybe Dan Quinn literally took control of that defense and ran that defense and, uh, the rest of the coaching staff really didn't have much of a say in it. And that's why he wins it versus, you know, someone who maybe coached a better team, but had more support, I, I, I guess, if you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. What well, else? The next thing up, uh, are you recording this to Zoom or to YouTube? No, not to YouTube. So okay. we it's being recorded and then um, the file can be sent. Got you. Yes. You can upload to YouTube. But it doesn't yes. look like a Zoom meeting on YouTube, right? No, it won't look like because it'll just be the audio <laughs> file. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I'm starting to feel like 20 minutes into the recording was not the time to ask. Right? I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> wait, how could I just He's like, wait a right second, now. we're recording, wait, right? We were just talking about... <laughs> My bad, my bad. You came in my mind, boy. Like everyone's boxes lining up. I know, up. Billy. I'm all. Hmm, they came out of left field. Oh. Every, everyone's boxes lining up, and that's what came to my mind. Like, is this what people see? So, <laughs> since you came out of left field anyway, um, when we like, if we ever do stream this, we can stream it to YouTube um, at the same time as it's recording and everything, and then we can always take the audio file and just put it up to our podcast streams as well. <laughs> Sounds good. Now back to the regular program. <laughs> um, other awards that have gone out. Salute to service, uh, Denver's tight end slash fullback, Andrew Beck. Okay. I don't even know what that award is for, but okay. Oh, okay. Now my yeah. dog's causing more problems. Hi, there what you go, that, good girl. I mean, what, uh, that's a, what I know. I mean, I know they do the salute to service, but what did he do in particular? It doesn't even say. Um, I'd have to look it up. So I, I guess, I don't know, maybe, uh, cause it's, it's different from the Walter Payton, um, award man of the year right. award. I mean, it's probably solely focused on like military. Like It so. must be. Yeah, yeah, it must be. So yeah, good for him. Um, even though he's a Broncos player, it's fine. Um, unstoppable performance of the year. Oh gosh. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow versus the uh, Chiefs no. in week 17. No. I didn't think it was that good. Right? I mean, I feel uh, like our game against the Bills was oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Rigged. This whole thing's been rigged. That's you know what? I'm changing my tone. That's okay. uh, all the negative to it. <laughs> <laughs> um all right fedex Aaron ground players were well before you get to that i just wanted to say the salute the service award uh, honors a league member who demonstrates exemplary commitment to honoring and supporting the military community okay so that's our andrew breck wins there it is perfect um Aaron ground players of the year were tom brady and jonathan taylor i don't think there was any question about that yeah absolutely would have been derrick henry if he stayed healthy the entire year Right. What, what he if? still finished in the top 10, right? Of rushing. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's just, it's Which is amazing, isn't it? If we, even with him being unavailable for a good portion of it. Oh, yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, but the rest of the awards have not been 
named yet. So they're still You're going through it's, it. It's going on as we speak. It's yeah. literally, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I didn't even watch the Pro Bowl, like I said. Um, oh, uh, Fantasy Player of the Year was just named Cooper Cup. Obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. That For one's sure. pretty well obvious. Deserved. I'm clapping. Bra, you had him on one of your five, five leagues. That man won me a few games. <laughs> <laughs> He's something else. He may be one of the few factors that would bring the Rams back in future I years, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. He's something else. How old is he? He's been, uh, he's been on he's the a, team for a little he's bit. He's like, what, 28? Something like that, I think. Yeah, oh, okay, I think okay. so. So kind of kind of one of those ages where this could just be boom or bust, or it could be him you know, finally getting a chance. I could see it, and I think he has a good supporting cast around him too, with the rest of that wide receiver core. Right. Yeah, and then uh, to go back to everything, I'm sorry, been slow with this, these facts. Derrick Henry, number nine. Number nine, yeah. and missed wow. half the season. Wow. Missed half the season. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, right under uh, Elijah Mitchell and Ezekiel Elliott. Goodness gracious. It it would be something else. You you know, seeing all these just crazy trade scenarios i think he may be the one person i'd be willing to trade creed humphrey for what i don't know i, man. I, I would don't know. i would almost like, consider it but that would never happen but he's got a good offensive line too though that's that's part of his success over there right i think creed humphrey i mean so when you know when people talk about like Brett Veach's like hits and misses, like Creed Humphrey might be like I, I don't really I don't know how you guys feel about this. I don't really can I don't really attribute Mahomes to Veach. Like I think that was yeah. like a collective decision among like those guys, Dorsey and all those guys. Like I just don't think they want to give Dorsey credit. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and 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 on top of that, if um what what because what something like three or three other quarterbacks were drafted before him, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. If any of those three were on the board, would we have taken them over Patrick Mahomes? Ooh. You know, and I, I think there's a place where that would have happened. I, I admit that I, I wanted Deshaun Watson at the time. I think yes. a lot of people did. I, someone talked to, talked me into it because I liked Alex, but I thought he was a good player. I thought I, I figured and maybe this is kind of my delusional brain. Like I see now what we, you know, Mahomes is like, no, we needed this, right? But at the time, I was like, yo, yo, y'all hating on this, man. He, we're winning games because the Chiefs had winning seasons as with him as a quarterback and everything. And someone was like, yo, this is more athletic. Uh, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson's like a more athletic Alex Smith. I'm like, okay, I like the sound of that. Um, but right. then we get Mahomes, we got Mahomes instead. And I was like, I don't really know much about this guy because I don't watch college football because no, yeah. Kansas. Um, <laughs> we drafted Mahomes and I was like, who? Oh my god! I, I, I wouldn't like who because I mean he went to Texas Tech. Like I, I mm, heard okay, yeah. him, but I didn't know much about him. Like I just I mean, heard he, had he a wasn't crazy even game with Baker Mayfield. It, like OU and Texas Tech had like right. one of the craziest shootouts in college history. Yeah, no, they were nuts. But I mean, Mahomes wasn't even on like the um, short list for uh, oh god Heisman, right? Like he wasn't yeah. even in that group at all. And that's yeah. pretty much the only time I hear about college players. I'll be honest. I don't pay attention at all. Listen, we, yeah. we went to Kansas. Hong knows. Hong knows. I know. I know this pain. I'm a Mizzou yeah. product. I, I know this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, good. Yeah, talking about no Veach success. Uh, yeah, you're just. I think, so I think Humphrey might be his best. His best pickup. His best yeah. pick as a GM. Without a doubt, but I mean, don't forget he also brought in um, Thuni, 
Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. And he's been uh, an all-pro guard the entire time he's been here. And then, I mean, what Trey Smith and Yang did really good on the right side for their very first year. Uh, it felt like we didn't have many problems on that side. I know we had some injury issues on right tackle. Uh, hopefully, once that gets sorted out, we'll be okay. And then, um, I mean, Orlando Brown, they come, come on, you know, uh, one of the better left tackles in the game right now. Right. It's, it, they gave each a mission and he carried it out. Absolutely. Well, and we did not get to see Kyle Long, unfortunately, at all this season, right? Um, and that was so hyped up, of course, in the offseason when we acquired him. Um, was he just signed on for a year? Was that his deal? Oh, I don't think so. I, I don't check, recall. Though. I would have to look. Because I know okay. we were all very excited to have him on board to see what he could still do um, coming out of because he had an injury and then he quote unquote retired, right? Right. So it would just be interesting because I can't remember if it, what the details were surrounding his, um, his pickup, his acquisition. So it'll be interesting to see if he sticks around or if he doesn't, depending on those details. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, we still have him for another year. So let's okay. see. Uh, it just says signed with um, nothing else. But yeah, it wasn't a one-year deal. It looks like he can come back next year. Okay. Now I hear the true tour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she decided to bring it closer. And <laughs> it's like, Charlie, I love you, but I'm doing something right now. He's just putting his, he's just giving his input on uh, Kyle Long. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, she was named after Jamal Charles, so oh, she has every right oh, to weigh in. Oh, I love that, Charlie, for Jamal Charles. That's that absolutely sweet. So, you know, if anyone's an expert on offensive lines, it's um, her, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I did look it up, uh, pro football rankings or whatever. Uh, our line came in fifth this year, uh, ranking-wise. Wow. A lot of that carried by much Humphrey. Improved. Huh? So I said much improved, man. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh, big time. Yeah. And this yeah, is their I, first year together. I know we had concerns about it toward the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not us, like, but, like, as a fan base, people mm-hmm. are like, the line's not gelling or whatever. This is their first year together, like, you know, like, if we get, you know, I, I don't know if or is Orlando Brown coming back. Uh, he's um he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, so that's like one of the signings yeah. that we're looking towards, and I think it's it's the one that Veach like outright promised he would pursue. Really, uh, which I I think was a stark contrast compared to like what he was saying about Matthew. Matthew is like we would love to have him back. Uh, uh, you know, he's like the beating heart of the defense. You know, all the, all the stuff that someone's required to say, right? Yeah, of um, course. But he you wants know, to lose both and jo- Jones and Matthew, though. I I say just cut the whole defense and start from scratch personally but well it's so expensive between um like we already mentioned earlier in the show between chris jones and frank clark it is so expensive that's not even considering honey badger's money so much money is in those three players right there yeah Mm. no and i mean you know cut cut that weight and bring back brown for sure i i mean like you're saying first year all together and i know i beat on about it but i don't think it can be said enough three of them are rookies three of them that was their very first time playing nfl football this year right i the only way is up with this group and i love it 
three of them are on rookie deals and this is what we're getting out of it I, that's something and, uh, and we can use the franchise tag on brown if we want yeah. which i think is probably the goal um and respectable enough uh, i can understand why brown wouldn't want that because of how badly we want him i could see him trying to play us with that but i you know put the franchise tag on him and bring thuny back and I, yeah i'd love to see long play for us but if he doesn't i think we'll be okay You're talking me into it, man. You're talking me into it. Well, hey, can I interrupt this? Not with a Zoom and recording question, but um, <laughs> the tooth class of 2022 Pro Football Hall of Fame includes Dick Vermeil. Hey. hey. <laughs> so, um, I I, yes. I legit thought he was already in it. That's a surprise to me. Mm -hmm. I it was just an eligibility. I don't know how eligibility works with coaches. No idea. No idea. It's right before you die. We'll we'll, we'll give you a <laughs> so slip that in. Oh man. Oh no. Roz put the curse out there now. If we see Dick Vermeil start to trend on Twitter, oh my be gosh. concerned. I mean, no. I, I ain't putting that curse out there. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like like you said, eligibility with coaches, like, man, they wait till they are old. Right. To be like, hey, now you can get in the hall of fame. Absolutely. It'll be, um, yeah, no, and I think he deserves it. I, he did great work Absolutely. with the, the, with the Eagles and then, you know, coming over here and what he did here too. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I, was, you yep. know, I always forget that he pretty much existed before the Chiefs and I have to yeah. remind myself well, of that. He and Trent Green. In I was going to say Louis. Trent Green too. Remember? Green. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Isn't that crazy? Oh my goodness. And then you had, um, oh my gosh, what's his face? Kurt Warner, right? Yep. Um, it, over there in Glory St. Louis, in also. Time. Bagging groceries and then playing ball. Right. You've seen that movie? Yeah. I'm not. You Is it seen good? It? Took my boys to go see it. Um, the weekend that it opened, of course. And uh, I'm a sucker for a story, y'all. Oh, I am a sucker for the underdog. I'm a sucker for a good story during the draft. You know, when they show those stories, I am a sucker and I loved it. Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm legitimately but, interested because yeah. like I, I, if for nothing else, I want to see their portrayals of these players. Like I saw there's Ray Lewis in there and different yes. things like that. Yes. Yes. So yes, you, you do get to see all that in the portrayal. I felt like the portrayal of the different players and stuff was really good. Dick Vermeil's portrayal. Um, I call him Shazam. I don't know his real name, but Shazam did a great job playing Kurt Warner. <laughs> um, oh, that is Shazam. It is it? Shazam. Yes. <laughs> Come on, I figured you would be right there with me. <laughs> I didn't. Think, I mean, no, I'm not. I like Marvel. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh, and I then, um, yeah, Dennis Quaid. Dennis they, Quaid playing yes. Dick Vermeil was yes. a good choice yeah. for sure. It was a great choice. And uh, well, Dennis Quaid is not a, a stranger to, you know, this type of genre of film. Like, he played a coach before, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. And then and he I was in um, Any Given Sunday, too. Yes, yes, exactly. Just one of the best football movies of all time. Was, wasn't he also the coach in The Express? Did, did y'all ever see that movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, my God. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. That's love great. that movie. God, Ernie, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I love that movie. I thought it was, um, I thought it was good. Some people might be like, oh, it's a little cheesy, but, um, God, I can't. sports movies are, come on. I mean, yeah, it's right. Part of the genre. The, yeah, yeah. So I loved it. I enjoyed it. 
I I um I specifically remember the movies where they beat Kansas and the Express mm-hmm. was one of those. The Express. I don't think we actually played them whenever the year, whatever year that took place. They're just like, you know what, Kansas. That's a team <laughs> they, <laughs> that they can beat. And then, that's a college everyone knows but doesn't necessarily cheer for. We could yeah. let them beat down on them. And then, um, <laughs> have you ever seen Glory Road? Yes. Glory Road. There's another one. They beat us in that too. See. Jojo oh, White man. steps out of bounds. Like I'm at. Like I'm like, why we why we gotta lose in these movies? <laughs> See what's going on. Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that that was uh, at least a good watch. And I, I mean, I'll always remember the greatest show on turf for sure. Like, yeah, that that was one of the first Super Bowls I actually like can consciously remember um, watching as a fan since oh, what was that? Almost twenty years ago now. Is that right? Because they were around what 2000, yeah. 2001. Is that? I do not remember that. That was like 2000, right? Yeah, it's like when because I think that's when I started playing fantasy football too, and I remember I had like Isaac Bruce on my team, and just oh, like he was, he was freaking tearing it up. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That that whole group was just, I mean, something special, and it's I'm glad they got their story told for sure. I remember the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Uh, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That was, yeah. Halftime shows have not been the same ever since ever that since one. They, they <laughs> have they've gone downhill. Which makes this one so much better. Well, hopefully it's good. But I mean, well, it's like you got the, the people we got coming up. Kendrick, I'm excited. Like I'm very excited. You know, like if we're not going to be playing in the so- Super Bowl, at least I can be this excited for the halftime It'll show. Be, yeah. It's going to you be know? so good. So and I it, hope that it's not disappointing. I hope that they did. They just give me some of the old school, what I listen to, what I still listen to. Give me some of the good stuff. Don't remix it too much. Just give it to me. <laughs> I'm right. just glad they're not afraid anymore. I think the Janet Jackson thing, like you said, it really did change halftime shows for a while. Mm-hmm. And we probably wouldn't have got something like this maybe like six years ago. No, right. gosh, no. I don't think the world was ready. Absolutely. No, it's it's good to see them moving back to this. And I, I mean, I, I don't know about you all, but I, I love watching the commercials too. Yes. And yes. Uh, they've been kind of slacking a little bit in the commercial department, I would think, um, past few years. So hopefully we see something, some improvements. I hope so too. Um, I think we will. Don't you think? Because I feel like with the world the last two years so much more time has been spent in media because we've had no choice right Right. that you would think that there would be improvements in this area yeah yeah definitely not to put you on the spot but i was gonna ask y'all have like a favorite commercial that you remember oh yeah you know i i mean pick any year and then the budweiser commercials honestly like i mean like they're they are always just great. I remember what was the one? Um, like they were herding cats. It was uh, cowboys herding cats or something like that. And I remember that one just had me on the floor laughing. I always felt like Doritos um, did a really good job with their commercials too. Yeah. And yeah, for some reason, the the pistachio commercials stood out to me a couple years ago. Um, oh, the uh, that yeah. God, what is that company even? I can't remember, I but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Because sure. if they're oh. vivid green and black um, coloring, uh-huh. their branding colors, I just remember, and now I can't think of it, um, but it stood out during uh, a couple of years ago during that Super Bowl. No, I'm with you, because they would get, um, 
some big names. Oh, Tony Gonzalez. Didn't they have Tony yeah. Gonzalez? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. If, he's was a... that a Super Bowl one? I, I know he did it. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was because he was um, wearing very little. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't remember maybe that's that why one. it stood out. To me. <laughs> That was so, not yeah. a tough nut to crack. That's for sure. Oh my! God. See, Billy, you should be doing. See, this, <laughs> there you go. This, this <laughs> my Twitter's perfect for Billy because you know he's got these quick witted. Yeah, see, there's a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm there for it. I'm here for it. Uh, it. Yeah, nah. That's well. And okay. wasn't it last year or the year before? Remember the Betty White Snickers commercial? Oh yeah, you're not yourself when you're hungry yeah. or whatever. And she I think was, those debuted during the Super Bowl, didn't they? That that would make sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Hers was like she was a football coach, right? Is yes. That, yeah, yeah, that one was good. No, that, I remember that because she's um, uh, they're playing like flag football. They're playing like touch football or something like that, right? Yes, no? there was in the middle of like a football scrimmage. I can't remember if it was touch. If it, I felt like she had a helmet on too, but I think those <laughs> debuted. Uh, during the Super Bowl. Yeah. It'd be, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And one of the things I've always loved is that uh, there's one or two studios, movie studios too, that'll drop a, just a, a big trailer for an upcoming Marvel. film. That's what I'm um, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm sure we'll see a Marvel trailer probably for a Doctor Strange movie. I think that's the next one that's coming out. Or is it Black Well, Panther? isn't there remember. another Spider-Man that's supposed to come out next year? Uh, there? There's the animated ones. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's not the one with Venom? Uh, I don't think so. Is the, is the next I don't think the next Venom's coming out for another okay. couple of years. Yeah, so I could see it being next year's. I'm not sure what maybe. trailer I saw today then that might have included Spider-Man and Venom. <laughs> I saw... I saw today Jurassic Park. There's a new Jurassic Park. Coming yes. Out. The last of the new trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that trailer? I haven't watched it yet. Not yet. I but I've to. heard that it's um, that it's out now and available for watching pleasure. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, and you know what? I mean, I know we're talking about Super Bowl stuff here and whatnot. And we don't have a horse in this race, but um, that will this will allow That's us to kind of get back to the movies and do those movie uh, <laughs> movie chats, movie convos. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely no. I, I have some ideas for like kind of off season conversations mm-hmm. on when it's a little bit slower like this. Like today is kind of a you know kind of a casual show, kind of laid back. Yeah, um, yeah. Movie chats, we'll definitely get back into that. We can definitely do it on Zoom. We can talk technicalities later. I'll just stop talking because I know they're like, what the hell? Are, are we recording? Here? Yes, are we? we're still are recording. We sure? Okay, we're, we're so. recording. <laughs> it says recording. There's a red dot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's so I'm excited for the commercials. I'm excited for the ga- um, game itself. Halftime wait, wait. show is going to be Are y'all awesome. watching at home, I take it? Yeah. We're okay. I haven't made plans yet. Okay. I haven't made plans yet. How about you? Yep, I'll be at home. What about food? Can we talk about food? What are y'all eating? Ooh, all right. <laughs> have so, we not? So we got decided. the spread, right? We just got our groceries today for it. We're doing pigs in a blanket. We're doing um, spinach dip, some mm. spinach artichoke dip. And then we're going full out and doing a build your own loaded tater tots bar. Oh. Yeah. First, oh, I'm pumped. You're going too hard for a Super Bowl win in. Oh, well, dude, this, I can be in the kitchen and not care about the game. So That's I can true. cook. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. Yeah. 
That's true. true. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, we just had Fresh. pizza last night, but I might order pizzas. I don't know yet. Uh, classic. Yeah, pizza rooms. Someone's party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ross is going to show up at one of our doors here now. We got to be I worried. know. Y'all look too far. No. <laughs> I'm not making that much of <laughs> You know, if you start driving right now, you'll end up on right. one of our porches soon enough. <laughs> there by Sunday. <laughs> Ready to go. Oh, Man, my gosh. I'm terrified of trying to get to where Hong is. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd end up stranded you in would the have, desert somewhere exactly you're like is this area 51 what is this radiation sim- signals or, mm. you know <laughs> we'll, so we'll see him driving onto the field during <laughs> the <laughs> halftime show exactly. yeah just trying to find your west. address <laughs> right <laughs> so, well and this is the other thing that's going to be interesting too uh did you guys i saw something that tick pick had lowered their prices because the purchasing has not gone um, as well as they thought it would go. And that being said though too, LA is a hard town because people aren't all that into their sports. Like I feel like for the Dodgers, it's one story for the, for the Lakers, it's another, but I think that football is hard in LA. Yeah. I was wondering, uh, and I saw that too. Um, I saw that some people are saying it's the matchup, but I would also, I mean, you guys were still in kind of a pandemic too. I feel like yeah. that might be playing a very right. in LA. I'm out Mm-mm. because L, uh, California's governor is lifting the indoor mask mandate soon. And do you know what, Nevada, we border California, what we just did today, we also dropped all mask mandates today too. Mm, so, but you don't, you don't think people might still be kind of timid about it because it's not like Florida. Like last year was in Florida, and Florida's like the wild, wild. East. <laughs> they they don't care. Yeah, Florida <laughs> did not give any vote <laughs> whatsoever. Um, yeah, no, I I don't think that'll factor in at all. Uh, one, I think, yeah, maybe it is the matchup, but even saying that, it's the game's in L.A. Right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's the Rams. Yeah, second year in a row, the home stadium for one of the teams is being used. Right. Right. Um. Uh, I, I mean, I think it is just pure price. I think it's utterly ridiculous how much tickets go for for the Super oh. Bowl. Uh, it's it's mind boggling. I was actually um, thinking about this earlier too. Just I because what is almost like what three thousand dollars to even get a nosebleed seat, which what? is no, it's higher than or, that, Billy. Or, yeah, I I mean like oh. to to get your way in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you all saw the news though of um, speaking of my fandom of soccer earlier, the uh, the Spurs themselves. We're looking to uh, make a bid to host the 2026 Super Bowl what? to be hosted in London. Why? Because there, there's this, this stadium that they use for NFL games they in London. Um, so they're making a bid for it. Would uh, it be cheaper? <laughs> well, so here's the thing, right? Um, it, it, soccer in Europe is famous for tickets being stinking cheap. Like that's because wow. it's, it's a part of the community, right? um and those teams are really like community and fan base centric uh something like seven of the teams in the english premier league are based in london like they have seven stadiums you know so it's it's not like uh london has one team that goes to other cities and play you know it's 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 a neighborhood in london has a team kind of thing so tickets tend to be cheaper uh for um soccer there and two, the time zone difference is just stupid and it's not going to happen Yeah, because um, we're not yeah, going to wake up at 10 a.m. to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, I think the ticket price is going to be a thing because they cannot charge that much money for a ticket because no one will go. Right. But I don't know. I feel like you bring the NFL into it. It's such a business 
minded. It's not as community minded. Right. Right. Um, right. So there's that aspect, like you bring it in and it's like, how much will that drive the ticket sales up? Or yeah, exactly. Prices, I, I mean, I say. They, they would really be banking on a, a lot of Americans. They feel being willing to fly out there mm -hmm. um, and play. That or, I mean, the NFL is going to have to make some concessions and really do cheaper tickets. Uh, I don't know how much, and I should look this up, tickets usually go for for those London games. Mm -hmm. But I constantly hear stories about teams just giving away tickets because wow. they need to put bodies in those seats. Well, and aren't those stadiums pretty large? Uh, so the Spurs one is um, specifically because it was built to host mm -hmm. uh, NFL teams. It really depends on the team. Um, some stadiums are huge. Some are small. Uh, so the one that they'll also start playing in Munich, um, Alliance Field, I think is it's what it's called. I can't remember exactly. Um, it's one of the bigger ones too in Europe. But uh, overall, the stadiums aren't that massive because it is a lot smaller of a contingent um, to go to those games. They're not quite the size of the typical NFL stadium, but that stadium in particular, the Spurs one is. So it could be filled um it just getting enough interest to do it for sure gotcha gotcha yeah it would be interesting because i feel like with travel abroad and everything um how one you know if there are limitations on uh, vaccine passports or not uh during that you know if and should that happen um but then too like what the world looks like at that point but i feel like a hop across the pond for an experience if you will is something that a lot of people would do as long as they're capable able of doing so um especially if the actual ticket prices is not going to be absurd as it is here you know mm -hmm. because here it's like it, it it it's priced so that it's like outside of the reach of an nfl fan a football fan it's like priced for the experience of somebody who's just looking for experiences right i mean that's how it feels last when we went in 2020 when we were our first super bowl tickets we were like walking around the stadium trying to find tickets and people were like 7500 i'm like oh no <laughs> nope can't do it i'm a fan mm -hmm. i'm not stupid what? yeah uh-huh yeah raw that's the reason why because I, I i literally was like okay I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna scalp tickets. I don't know. I'm gonna, you know, certainly somebody might be willing to sell. There might be still one available for like, I don't know, $4,000 closer to game time. Nope. And I was like, no, okay. I'll just go sit at the chief's bar in Fort Lauderdale. I'll watch it from there. Hang yeah, on to the $7,500. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 7,500. No, in Florida. No, I don't trust. <laughs> No. <laughs> it'll be a post-it note you give them the 7500 and they'll hand you a post-it note here's your oh. ticket yeah um, but it those yeah. that was one of the that year and then they were saying that this year too initially until the ticket prices started to drop a little bit but that year um was one of the most outrageously priced super bowl ticket years it's it's not so well and then you see these stories about people who have you know gone to like every super bowl mm -hmm. ever and i'm just like what like owners I get, right? Owners I get yeah. in their families, yeah. but like just people. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay, here we go. So I just looked up um, ticket prices for uh, games in London. Um, what was this? So this was for the games uh, this year, uh, 10th and the 17th of October. Premium ticket packages on sale with prices ranging from 259 pounds to 800 pounds so you do so that'd be about 400 to a thousand dollars for premium um, wow. tickets 
Oh wait, here's a whole, oh, here's a seating chart. So for the very top level behind the end zone, they were going for about 60 pounds. So about 70, $75. Oh my gosh, bad. that's not I bad feel, at all. I feel all. like that's cheaper than what we pay. <laughs> yeah, wait, no, it's certainly cheaper. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, well, and hey, they even have cheaper prices for kids too. Jeez. Wow. There's definitely no kids prices at the uh, NFL. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Arrowhead don't care. Arrowhead, no, uh, not like, at all. That baby. All right. That's $75. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, so it'll be interesting to see if they do manage to host the Super Bowl out there. Like you say, it'd be an experience. Frankly, if I'm going to England to see a sports event, it's probably not going to be football. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't see it ever happening. Wait, yeah. for football American or oh, football? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, for, for the American football. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd right. go see like a soccer game. <laughs> right, right, for sure. <laughs> or rugby or, you know, something that we don't see here. Yeah, um, something that you that we would see experience football. exactly. Like you right. want to experience that there. Yeah. Have you so, been to a sporting uh, uh, I'm a season funny. ticket holder. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yep. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Let's see. Love it. It's, awesome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. He just I highly there. recommend yeah. it. Oh, I'm just a season ticket holder. Oh, He's no, like, no. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. So you want to talk member. about, you want to talk about price disparity, right? So there's about, I think 20 home games um, yeah. for soccer for the whole season, 20 home games, plus like any um, like extra league uh, tournaments and stuff. Those get included too. For me and Kate to go to be sitting on what about would be the 40 yard line um, on the 26th row, $1,600 for the whole season. What? Maybe I need to be a soccer fan. Okay. That's like <laughs> the quote unquote yeah. down payment for a season ticket. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's like yeah. the price of a beer at Arrowhead. I mean, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> like he's not playing. Not playing. Wow. Yeah. No, um, that, and then we also have season tickets for the women's team here too. And yeah, combined, it was uh, $2,200 oh for gosh. season tickets between those that two. That is such it's, a great value for like entertainment and yeah. fun and wow. Yeah. Wow. It's I mean, and I, and, and then, yeah, people will ask if I want to go see a Chiefs game. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, how much are the tickets? I was oh, we found some in the 300 section for 120 bucks. <laughs> yeah and that's, that's for a that's for a, a preseason game you know what i mean <laughs> right, right. the afc championship game those 300 level upper level tickets were going for like 600 dollars, 700 dollars initially they ended just, up dropping to about 500 dollars, but still it's unattainable crazy. yeah, yeah. Wow. it's nuts mm. wow um <laughs> speaking of i mean so yeah i guess we can go ahead and get back into the chiefs oh yeah no, talk about, about super bowl <laughs> For a little bit, which, you know, been fun, like talking about Super Bowl. I mean, because obviously it's coming this weekend, but there was actually a small bit of Chiefs news. Or, I mean, I guess it wasn't news, but we're coming to the end of another coaching cycle, uh, coaching oh, yes. hiring cycle. And once again, Eric, um, Eric Bien-Ami, uh was passed over. He will not be a head coach coming into next season. So yeah. I wanted to see what you guys' thoughts were on that. I, I'm at the point, honestly, where I just, I want to know there, there has to be something that no one in the public knows about around the enemy that's preventing him from getting hired, right? Yeah. Because, like, I, it's inexcusable 
for he's been our our offensive coach for what five years now and um over that span of time we've been number one in every single category on offense i get that mahomes is good he's not doing that single-handedly right I, and, I just uh, yeah so my new game is to come up with the most ridiculous thing i can think of that is his skeleton in the closet and my mm-hmm. bet is he is actually el chapo it was not guzman but it is el chapo and he does lead <laughs> oh the cocaine cartel out of colombia and he actually doesn't want to be a head coach because he's worried his cover will be blown if he becomes a head coach right because what other <laughs> What what logical reason has prevented him to be passed over year after year, job after job? There were nine openings this season or already, you know, that have come, gone, been filled. Nine. I mean, I wasn't really going to go El Chapo. But I'm <laughs> maybe going to say maybe there's maybe there's some validity to what um, Flores has been fighting for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, but, you can't ignore and- that factor. You can't, not at all. Um, but Texans hired Lovey Smith. Good coach. No yeah. problem there. I think he'll do right by him. But you're telling me that they were willing to hire him over the enemy? I'd take I'd take the guy who, you know, has done what he's done with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like you put you put EB over Deshaun Watson if he gets his legal thing figured out or even uh, who is their rookie quarterback this past year he was showing some promise and Houston's rookie quarterback yeah oh I I can't even remember his name Um, was he showing promise he he played a couple of games he didn't play like all year he played a couple of games and was looking good and um enough that you know you put a great brilliant offensive mind like the enemy over him and he'd probably be great no way Lovey Smith's gonna do that I don't think, I don't know. I might be eating my it's words. It's a hard spot for him to be in, you know, it's definitely yeah. going to be a challenge. Um, uh, and, and that's one of like, I remember I was like, Ooh, I don't want Eric the enemy to walk into that fire. Um, yeah. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see how he does down there. Unless there's off field incidents, like, you know, and there, there could very, very well be, I, I think the problem I hopefully I hopefully lovely lovey Smith gets more than like a single year I think coaches need maybe like two or three years absolutely with the new team it's not like they lose money for losing games like the NFL ain't losing money right now like I don't, apparently I don't know. Brian Flores money. lost out on money for not losing yeah games, for so. not losing oh, well, games yeah, yeah right yeah but yeah, I meant no, the you're lose, right. but yeah you're no you're right about that yeah um, that, that whole situation but um uh, the, the, the thing with the Eric B enemy and I, right? we, Mike Kafka, our quarterbacks coach has now taken an OC position elsewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we lose out on the opportunity to possibly see him come up through the, through Andy Reed's coaching system into with him going into an OC position. Right. So um, we miss out on that. And so there, there's been a little bit of um, talks here and there on different from different people about this bottlenecking of the coaching growth from within the Kansas City Chiefs organization because Eric Bieniemy is still the OC because he keeps getting passed over for head coaching opportunities. So certainly interesting to look at it from that viewpoint. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see one what comes of this uh, Flores lawsuit 
-hmm. and what gets exposed there. Um, but who knows what's happening with this? I, it's just. Well, I say it's going to be drawn out and it's going to be a yes. long time before we start to see any inkling of anything. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And I just, I, I'm looking at all these hires, right? Like, you know, you got Doug Peterson going to Jacksonville, Josh McDaniels in Vegas, uh, Mike, McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel, sorry, excuse me, Dolphins, um, Kevin O'Connell apparently going to the Vikings, Dennis Allen to the Saints. I, I, I'm, I'm reading these names and none of them are awe-inspiring. Yeah. I, all, all of these, the one thing most of these people have in common is they were previously head coaches who were fired for not doing a good enough job. Right. And they keep circling that same pool of, I, I don't even want, do we say mediocrity? Do we say, you know, like it's that same pool. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's at some point you have to inject some fresh blood yeah. into this. And here's your dream candidate, a guy who clearly wants a head coaching job in the NFL, who's led absolute fire starter of a chief's offense for five years now i don't know i i just that's that's where the conspiracy theorist in me just starts kicking up and it's like what i mean Chapo. he's Chapo, man i'm telling you and uh, <laughs> i i don't know it's so weird um and and yes without a doubt there's bound to be something associated with that and the whole flores situation and the rooney rule being the most outdated and awful thing ever um well okay so not ever but you know <laughs> that, and when it comes to d diversity hiring like now like it's that. not it's no longer serving its purpose yeah right yeah um people just end up being the token interview in order exactly. to meet the rooney rule exactly and never get hired well and the fact that a rooney rule you know i, I think we've talked about this but the fact that one was needed mm -hmm. like it just if it wasn't an issue this rule years ago wouldn't have been even been imposed. So it's just also sad that there is a rule to try to put, not try, but to incorporate diversity, inclusivity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. I think he deserves it. I mean, I mean, we all think he deserves it. It's obvious. I mean, and it's especially with a franchise that's just had so much such success in the last few years, it's a no brainer. It's a no-brainer. Really is. Like, yeah. Especially someone like Houston, you can't be Vegas can't be choosing. I mean, Houston hired somebody, but like you know, like some of these other franchises that pass them over. Um, yeah, it's like I don't but know. I, you know, imagine imagine if he was in the charge of the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Uh, uh, yeah, Saints. Now, now of course, the, the whole Alvin Kamara thing has come out recently, and Ooh. there's a solid chance okay. he may not be playing the game again. Yeah. Ever. Okay, is that something we want to talk about on the podcast? What happened? I, I saw he punched someone, and that's about it. I kind of kept and and I think that's pretty much all that's out there, right? Is like he was in an altercation with someone else. Everyone's crying foul about it, um, about who was to legitimately be blamed and all that. So they have to go through the process. It's like an Aaron Donald situation. I, I think he, it's more... Aaron Donald was, we knew he was not guilty. Right. This one, depending this on what comes a... before, this is, yeah. More of a Ray Lewis situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. It would have significantly less violent, but more of right. who's at fault. 
Yeah. Right, right. I got you. But I mean, you know, Alvin Kamara threw punches. And then when he was done throwing punches, his his posse came in and threw punches and kicks. I mean, and stomps. I mean, ooh, I mean, I I I don't know. That level of um like, come on, was this really warranted over one shove or two shoves or however many shoves, you know, around an elevator? Because some people want it on, some people want it off. If that was the case, I, I just, people, ooh, I, we know, we, we, we need to act like responsible adults. And unfortunately, and, that uh, does not happen. Right. Well, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone at least one season. But that's short of him not even getting jail time. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Don't draft him for your fantasy team. That's all yeah. I can say. Yeah. I, I would not. Yeah. Well, I don't want to end on that. But we'll <laughs> all right, cheerful things. Cheerful things. Cheerful um, commercials, halftime performance, halftime entertainment show. There, you know. So we got lots to look forward to. It's gonna be a yeah. good weekend still. No, I'm super yeah, it'll excited. be fun. It'll be a fun weekend. I mean, it's it's football, it's it's always you know, we won't be as vested, you know, in the game, of course, but it's all right. It's all right. I'm more interested in this game than I was Patriots Rams a couple years oh, ago. Oh gosh, so, yeah. definitely it's gonna be a better game for sure, at the very yeah. least. Yeah. What was I what was even the score of that game? I can't remember. Something like remember 13 was... to 7 or something. Yeah, like, I was like, at 13 a 13 to 9 or something. All right. Yeah, I, I, I remember it just being a defensive struggle, and that was fun. That's what I want to see in a regular season, but in the Super Bowl, I want something a little more exciting. Well, just a little bit. More comp- uh, competition, a little bit of more for bo- uh, for football fans to enjoy, right? So, And I think that yeah. was probably like uh, somebody watching like the Patriots. 13 to 3. Sorry. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, just, just give me a little bit more excitement. Give me a little bit more competitiveness <laughs> on both yeah. sides yeah that was a snoozer and i mean as well earned patriots definitely deserve that win they played their game did they did they it, yeah it's i mean <laughs> shoot let, let jared goff come in and just beat his head against that defense of theirs it was ridiculous that year and ah uh, i don't know yeah, I think we'll see something better. I, I mean, we got a we got a Rams defense this year, which is probably about on par with that Patriots defense of that year. But they're against a team that can actually ball out. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good time. Well, we any will score see. predictions? Uh, Are we doing those? No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a. I'm I'm gonna listen to your score predictions, y'all, and. Okay. okay. I'm gonna go like 28, 24 or something. I think I'd do that. Mm. Yeah. What I'm going with. Yeah, maybe a little 32, 30, uh, 28 for me. Okay. Somewhere around there. Rams. Yeah. Bengals. I think Bengals will win it. I think I think Cooper Cup gonna gonna have one of those crazy Cooper Cup plays. Would you could say the same thing about Jamar Chase? I just think the Rams have a better defense too. They're gonna, they're gonna Rams stop. will defend, yeah, yeah Chase better yeah. than the Bengals will defend Cup for sure. Yeah. Oh, you're not making one. Nah, I'm not making one. I'm just okay. gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy the game, enjoy yeah. the commercials, whatever food I'll be grabbing on, and uh, the musical performances. 
Absolutely. And then when we get back together next week, we can we can chat about all this. We can talk <laughs> about it. We can talk yeah. about our favorite commercials. Be sure to bring links to the party and share. There we go. Right? Perfect. <laughs> Your tier list. That's all next week's going to be. Let's do that. Let's. <laughs> that's like a it. great idea. I'm next next week we'll we'll do obviously the Super Bowl highlights or whatever, and then we'll do maybe best com- each each one of us will best commercial, worst commercial, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, I like it. I'm with it. I can, I understand that assignment. I can handle that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in my homework book now. Go. <laughs> awesome. Well, y'all, oh, thanks man. for joining tonight. I guess this is where we'll kind of wrap it up. But before we do, let's, uh, Billy, where can we stalk you? Uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. At Chef Dubles, C-H-E-F-D-O-O-B-L-E-S. That's Perfect. where I exist. That's where I exist. <laughs> Say all, all the silly things that come to my brain. And then I realize an hour later, I probably shouldn't tweet that. And then I go and delete it. Don't worry. Somebody already screenshot it. You're oh, good. Yeah. Get the receipts. <laughs> awesome. All right. And I'm also on Twitter as well. Instagram and Twitter. Twi- oh, my word. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> it's a different website. <laughs> you cannot find me on that one. <laughs> But first and last name. That's where we're going to start streaming, right? OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Red Fridays podcast. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Wow. Okay. We just went uh, the other (laughs) way. All right. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. So, yes, my first and last name, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I feel my face being like getting really blushed and flushed. Um, First and last name, H U O N G F O R R E S T. Come along for a daily dose of inspiration, not feet photos or anything of that sort. And (laughs) make sure that you follow along on those platforms uh, all season and off season here as we are in this part of our lives. And raw, how about you? And how about our show? You can find my feet on it. No, I'm just kidding. You can find find this show on Apple or Spotify, Red Friday's podcast, just on Apple iTunes or Spotify. You can find the Twitter account, Red Friday's Pod on Twitter. Um, I believe we are going to go ahead and start this Discord community that's ready. I don't know. Can we just like send that link and people join? Is that how yes. that works? Yep. Yes. Cool. And we should All add right, it to cool. the pod notes too. When Yes, I was, I was going to do that. Well, people, Perfect. we got a Discord community. We are going to uh, start doing stuff there so definitely join in we'll sell you a red friday's nft of some sort (laughs) (laughs) right next to the feet pics next to great (laughs) it's gonna be real (laughs) and be nice about the discord it's my first time setting a big one up so any any recommendations or suggestions please send them my way and yes we're open to the constructive feedback Absolutely. And just stay tuned. Um, I think uh, we, we recorded tonight a different way than we normally do. And we're going to be trying a few different things during the off season, see what works best, see how we can improve the show. Um, definitely, again, with the feedback, please provide it. Uh, but we'll just keep uh, follow us on our social media. You'll be up to date on some of the things we'll be doing. But with that, let's try to enjoy the Super Bowl. And we will talk to you all next week. Love it. Bye, y'all. Every single play, every chance we get, we dominate. Play for the guy beside you. Play for this stadium. Play for everybody. Let's go, baby.
Chiefs on you. One, two, three.